Hello, people. Welcome back to Out of Context. It's me. It's your boy. It's Ash Majestics. I have returned, despite all the rumors, whatever rumors and shenanigans that my co-hosts have come up with and why I haven't been around. It's been a combination of me being sick and me being sick, uh, basically. The new year has not been kind to me. Uh, we're going to take it from the top on February 1st. But I am here. We're here for the shit show episode. Uh, as always, we have nothing planned, and we're gonna wing it. And uh, yeah, so with me is as always, Adriana. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Out of Context podcast. You actually forgot to add tomfoolery to the shenanigans and goings on. I'm so disappointed in you, but I'm doing well. And Ashley, I'm glad you're feeling better. And uh, congratulations. Um, I heard that you successfully. Had 10 kids all at once. I'm uh, very proud of you. I know your husband is very happy. This is why you're not feeling well, because that whole postpartum depression thing with all the kids going on and whatnot in the sore vagina. But we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. We are glad you're back for another fun-filled episode. Well, I'm glad you congratulated but your facts are, are a little off. Uh, Hasm is actually not very happy about it, because he's not the father. The father is actually Dakota's mom. Listen here. Okay, between you and her, okay, I have had enough. I have had enough of talking about my mother. Neither of you, no, don't you laugh. Don't you dare laugh in the background. Um, can we introduce you? Ashley, can you introduce no. him? No, no, we don't no, no, no. need to introduce him. Uh, I will introduce myself. Hi, everybody. I'm Dakota, otherwise known as, as Cooter and several other names across the internet. I am here to defend my home at all costs from the, the no, no one, no one is attacking your mom. We love your mom. Yeah, like, if yeah. any, the only issues I have with your mom is that somehow that gorgeous, wonderful woman created you. Like, I look the just like my mother. I look I, just I like my mother. It. I don't see it. Yeah, because you're thinking face. about getting in her pants. I am thinking about, you know, something. Um, yeah. So welcome back, everyone. It's been quite the uh, January so far with um, many people sick, many people not feeling well. Um, so as you... Many people trying to get with my mother. As you'll probably notice, uh, we're missing the rabid raccoon, Becky. So, you know, she's taking uh, the, the day off because we all need a mental health day. So we definitely wish her best and a soon get her back here as soon as possible. So we're now we are stuck with the recovering... Ashley and Dakota. Hold on. Hold on a second here. Okay. Like, we are not going to coddle. This is 2024. We are not coddling our listeners. There is four of us that are the primary hosts of the show at this point, and we have the occasional people coming in and out as guests. Uh, sometimes you're going to have all four of us. Sometimes you're going to have two of us. We don't need to make excuses for someone's not here. People are going to listen, and they're going to be like, hey, where's Becky? And we're like, well, guess you're going to have to listen to the next episode to see if she comes back or not. Don't you? So, we don't need to tell people what's going on, why is someone missing. They're like, they're going to message us. They're going to reach out to us, and they're like, hey, man, and we're like, sup? And they're like, what up? And I'm like, what'd I do? And that's when they're going to ask, and I'm like, I got no answer for you. Listen to the next episode, and it's going to go like that. Um, Dakota... And I'm asking you from man to man. Do white people still say what it do? I mean, I do. 
but but that's just me. That's just me. I, I still say yeet. We've, we've discussed this. My vernacular is still stuck very much in the 2010. Well, I mean, don't feel bad. Mine is still stuck in 1990. Yo. So, yes. Um, <laughs> Time to get jiggy with it. Oh, no, 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 no. You start twerking, I'm ending the show. Um, so what are the topics for today? Actually, I do have one. I want to ask our lovely, lovely people here. But first, before I do, sorry, I, I don't mean to be rude. Let me uh, talk to the host. He, he's How, all over the place. He's a New Dakota. I think he's doing a great job, Ash. He's, he's all over the place to me. He's like, first we're going to, well, wait, hold on. Well, wait, there's more. He is the Billy Mays of Out of Context. But wait, there's more. It's amazing, okay, that he can just keep going and going, going with things. One, He's like the Energizer Bunny. There is only one Billy Mays, and Adrian it can, cannot replace Billy Mays. How dare you? That's uh, pretty racist. But anyhow, um, how have you been, <laughs> Ashley? We, we heard you were a little bit under the weather. I mean, how are you feeling these days? How's work, life, and love treating you? Uh, things are going. Uh, work's been irritating me. Uh, not, not necessarily coworkers, but customers. It's kind of stupid that I've been dealing with. It's more than average customer service stupid. Uh, today it was like I, like I promise you, I actually almost said to someone, "How fucking stupid are you?" It really came like to the tip of my mouth, like my tongue, like. I so badly wanted to say that. Like, how fucking stupid are you? But I did. For some reason, I did not. Um, still recovering. I have the occasional cough. I was down the flu. And it sucked. Uh, and, and yeah, the only thing that's keeping me going right now is the mental images I have with Dakota's mom. It's the little things that keeps us happy. So Dakota, what about you? I mean, how how's life treating you? I you know I heard you got the suds, so uh, I'm definitely hoping you, you are feeling better. I am getting there. There's still a slight bit of a, as you can hear in my in my nasal passages, there's something clinging on to me. But um, other than that, life is life is fantastic. I just uh, made dinner for me and Chloe, and it was scrumdiddlyumptious. So that is. Awesome, and then after uh, this, we're gonna have milk and cookies for dessert because uh, we're full, fully grown adults, and we enjoy the finer things in life. Now, hopefully, it's not whole milk; it's maybe two percent, maybe lactate, something like that. Whoa! Hold the hell on here! You oh, mean shit. to tell me? Do you mean to tell me that you think I'm a two percent milk drinker, Adrian? Do you think that all of this was made with two percent? No. This is all whole milk. All of this is whole milk. Now, for those of you who are listening to the podcast and were not watching this on Closed Circuit Surveillance TV yet, Dakota gracefully rubbed his body in a very sexual manner, asking me, is this a whole milk kind of body? I'm a 2% milk kind of guy because, you know, black people have a very bad lactose thing going on, so I really can't have whole milk. So I do 2% and maybe lactate for the old people. I will, I will, however, say, I will, however, say, I do on occasion spring for the, uh, the lactate whole milk. See, nothing wrong with that. Ashley, do you drink milk? Uh, yeah. Uh, whole milk or 2%. Hmm. See, 2%. Like, uh, preferably, to per- preferably, if I'm going to have, like, cookies and, like, sweet stuff that, you know, 
you eat with cake, it's going to be whole milk. Because if I'm eating cookies, I mean, the double stuffed Oreos, it's going to be whole milk. It is. There's no 2%. There's no oat milk. None of that. None of that. Not in my house, goddammit. Um, so, so, yeah. No, whole milk all the way for that stuff. But sometimes, you know, when I'm eating healthier-ish and have my bowl of Cheerios or Wheaties or whatever, I'll, I'll spring for like 2%. The lactate stuff, can't do it. Um, it has like a weird taste to me. Same thing with all the nutty milks, like the almond milk, the oat milk, the Brussels sprout milk, like whatever, whatever fucking thing people come up with. Uh, no. Uh, and a lot of my coworkers, almost all of them order coffee and they're like, oh, I want the oat milk or the almond milk. And I understand if like you're vegan and stuff, but then people are just like, they just want to do it, just do it. I'm like, I have tried it because I'm a believer. I don't know. Did you try it? I tried it. I can't do it. Oh, but it's so delicious. No. It's really not. There's only one no. kind of nut milk that Ashley likes. And it's, and it's your mom's. So, almond milk. No, I don't do almond milk. It's pretty gross. And uh, milk from almonds. Never heard of it. Don't want to try it. And I'm just trying to play the peacekeeper between these two because... Every time she mentions, every time she mentions Dakota's mom, see fireworks begin, and we just lose track of the show instantly. He's already. <laughs> Anyhow, so <laughs> so let's get into a little topic for today to try to calm down tensions because it's been a while, folks. It's definitely been a while. Question for you, Dakota. I'll start with you, and we'll just jete onto Ashley here. Now, um, as the culture has changed over the years, do you believe that this current culture that we live in now is becoming soft? Meaning that everything offends them. They apologize for everything, take no accountability for nothing, and just try to have a gripe over everything. So I believe that because of our access to literally information on tap, whether it be current events, the history that we're trying to avoid. You got up there? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> She's going to halt the show because she found something hilarious, Dakota, so we might as well just shift the attention <laughs> straight on over to Ashley because she hasn't been with us in a while, so... She's going <sighs> to... Uh, the book at picture, and I see a picture of her and Nick Bunkus, and I'm like, yes! Just need my wallpaper. Just my wallpaper now, man. <laughs> it's been a while, Dakota. It's been a couple of shows, and she's been with us, so... Anyhow, um, please continue your train of thought, and we'll keep on, keep the train moving. With uh, our boundless access to information, both present, past, and looking forward towards the future, I feel like the current generation is definitely more open-minded, but not necessarily softer. I feel like we 
and I'm speaking broadly here because there are certain sects of the generation that are definitely more um, sensitive to certain information coming out, you know, and that's that's the way it's always been. It's it's larger than it has been in the past, and that's why cancel culture is such a big thing. But overall, I believe that our generation, well, the coming generation is significantly more open-minded and willing to look at things from a wider scope because of the amount of information that they take in on a daily basis. And I'm just hoping that with that comes positive change, not only for, you know, the country, but for the world as a whole, that we can band together as one group of people instead of several different groups of people. And do you think that's because people are more more afraid of, 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 you know, of offending? And I'm using an example of TV shows or comedy. Comedy is subjective. But you see nowadays more and more and more people are getting more offended by comedy, going to comedy shows for the sole purpose of getting offended, which defeats the purpose of going to a comedy show or a movie that has come out many years ago. They look back at it now and they go, oh my God, this offends me. You can't watch this. I feel as, as times change, people change, but like you said, comedy is subjective. I am, there are some comics who have not faltered. Let's, let's take a, let's take, one of the most offensive towards anything in the modern age, Dave Chappelle. That man does not give a shit about your feelings. Does not give a hot damn about your feelings. He steps on trans rights. He steps on little people, white people, gay people, black people. He will hit any and every sensitive topic there is. And he is one of the most successful comedians on the planet. So I don't think it's... There's always going to be somebody who's going to get offended. Right now, there's a lot more than there used to be. But that that is because of the wider scope of information that is around. People know more people. People talk to more people. So they have, you know, a wider pool of information to pull from to get more, you know, knowledge. So... Like, going back to old TV, old movies and stuff, you know, stuff that was acceptable back then, which may not have even been really been acceptable in the modern age, is seen as taboo or just, you know, all around awful by, you know, the current generation because it wasn't, it's not to their liking. It doesn't include everybody or it excludes a particular group of people because of, you know, their beliefs, skin tone, race age, gender, the whole, whatever, whatever the reason may be, but I, I feel like, I feel like the current generation is, for lack of a better term, a little bit softer, but are smarter, significantly smarter. Now, and I'll hand it over to Ashley here, if she's done cackling over, uh, over Dakota's mom. What is what is, what is your opinion? Do you think the society is more soft and they can't take a joke? They can't realize the difference between reality and comedy or reality versus fiction or words in a book over over their own personal feelings rather than, you know, the general public. So, for me, I think personally like this is a topic that 
I see it gets discussed all the time, it gets talked about, and God knows I hear from my members, uh, my clients all the time. Um, so I don't disagree with what Dakota says, and for the most part, yeah, people get offended easily, get yada, yada, yada. Uh, <clears throat> I know we've run circles around this topic so many times. For me, I personally feel like that we are, that, that cancel culture is slowly dwindling. Uh, not that it still exists clearly because you still have your those people that just you know get offended over but I think it's getting to the point that a lot of people are just so fucking tired of it uh, I think people that were part of cancel culture they, they're also getting older and maturing because a lot of people in cancel culture are kind of like millennials and younger and millennials were getting older were uh, having to deal with more shit and more responsibilities and more adult things than the typical memes of adults that you see online. Uh, <clears throat> and then you have Gen Z kids that they're really more focused on TikTok views and they're starting to, you know, if they're paying attention to the craze or something. It's, I don't really see that much anymore of this person's canceled for saying this and that. Uh, I, I, I don't really see a whole lot of that. I still see some of it. Uh, but it's like people causing an uproar over a celebrity or a comedian. I see it last like maybe a couple days uh, to a week trending online, and then it just goes away to the next bit and it pops up. Uh, I think the attention span of everyone, thanks to TikTok and other stuff like that, our attention spans change. Right? Like we go with what the trend is, what's funny, uh, versus what's going on in our lives. Uh, you know, where people don't like watching long, people don't go to movie theaters because they don't have the interest in to watch long movies anymore, uh, or YouTube videos that are more than like maybe two minutes long. It's it, it just kind of goes down to uh, not saying that's gone and or it doesn't ever happen, mm-hmm. but I feel like that phase, uh, that generational phase, is starting to burn out because once again, people are just really fucking over it. Well, yeah, I mean, it gets it gets old complaining over things that really don't that really doesn't really matter, you know. I mean, you like I, like I said before, I'll piggyback on the comedy thing. You go to a comedy show to laugh and have a good time, but then always just that one person or people that will just complain and cause a stink. And you know, I mean, I I, I think you're right. I think that fad is slowly going away over. People, you know, people being kind of soft and having issues just to have issues. And and actually, you know, speaking of comedians that I, I don't know if you've heard of him or not, but it's a comedian his name is Jimmy Carr. He's like a British comedian. He is so not a PC person. He uh, he makes a lot of jokes, um, and some of them are actually like very very dark. And I'm just, it, even for me, I'll make my eyebrows raise. I'm like, ooh, he did that. But I don't get, like, upset or anything. I'm just like, okay. Uh, I think I laugh. And he has a few Netflix specials, and I've seen some of his stuff on YouTube. And over the last few years, I've watched him. And uh, and he just, he makes me laugh. Uh, and he has a funny laugh, too. And he's actually going to be in Orlando in March. And just yesterday, I bought tickets to go see him uh, on, on March his name is Jimmy Carr. I would just recommend you just pull up on YouTube and 
probably the favorite things you'll see him do is like when he does, uh, you know, when he's dealing with the crowd hecklers or stuff. But he he has a very much dark, twisted sense of humor, and I love it. I'm here for it. And uh, you know, there's what is it? What there's someone that got upset with Matt. What's his name? Matt Rife. He's he is, he blew up, trended because how hilarious he is. And then people were getting upset. He his actual Netflix special or special that he finally got. Uh, it was like a domestic abuse kind of joke, and people got pissy about it and they're trying to cancel him. But I see him like basically I saw what happened. Uh, he made the joke. To me, it was funny, but whatever. Uh, people got pissy. He really didn't do any, he really didn't go out on social media and try to do it. He just basically went like quiet to, to kind of die down. And I see him active on social media. I see him doing jokes and shows again. And I'm like, and I don't see him making an uproar, which is fine, which I'm glad. Uh, it, it's just going back to the whole just like, wait for people to chill the fuck out and let them find out about the next thing they get pissy about. Oh, I mean, truly, it defeats the purpose of going to a comedy show. It, it, def- it defeats the purpose of watching a comedian. If your sole purpose is to get offended over an exaggerated joke, that's the whole point of comedy, is to push the lines, is to be crass and to be dirty. Because if people get offended over Matt Reif, they haven't seen Sam Kinison or Richard Pryor or George Carlin because... It's all exaggerated truth. It's humor. It's supposed to offend. It's supposed to poke at you. It's supposed to push your buttons. But you know, with, with the current generation now, comedy isn't really what it used to be because if you make a joke, you're going to offend somebody, which makes zero sense and defeats the purpose of, once again, comedy. Uh, Dakota, what do you think? I... agree with you Adrian it's the scope of comedy has changed well the scope of how people view comedy has changed in in the broader spectrum of things because people do get offended and there are some people like um, like Matt Reif or well hell George Carlin isn't alive anymore but by god he was funny but a lot of people have tried to cancel George Carlin long after, long after he passed. But I, what was said is said, and it's there forever. There's no, there's no censoring it. There's no anything. You can try and cancel the man, but people are still going to watch, still going to watch it because they're going to hear about him. And then they may find some of the things funny, not all of them. If anybody finds everything funny in a person's comedy special, then they're not... Well, you know, it's of the time. It's of the time. Okay, and... Uh, no, go ahead. No, no, Sorry. no, please, you know, like, please finish your thought, because I'm going to switch gears a little bit. I don't want it to be too serious a whole show, because it defeats the purpose of our, you know, theme of our podcast. So we have to make jokes afterwards. No, oh, yeah, I, that, that was the end of my thought. I, I thought I had something else I'm good. Oh, okay. Okay. So, Ashley, I'll ask you a question, and then we'll get back to, you know, dick and fart jokes. I posed a question to Kevin on one of the other shows about multiverse. Now, since you are the big Marvel... Ooh. Oh, good. 
continue the question and I'll, I'll yeah, go ahead. Our dear audience, she put her face in her hands because I was going to ask a very bad question. But no, let me pick her brain. What what were you thinking the moment I even started? So I, I will explain that, but go ahead. Like about like you're asking about the multiverse. Are you asking like my thoughts about it, or like like what what how how is the what is the exact question? Okay, I'm a total Marvel Marvel DC virgin. I know nothing about the movies or anything of the sort. I'm not even going to try to pretend. But I asked a question on a previous show is do you believe that there are multiverses considering the fact they came out with all these movies talking about different types of spider-mans and stuff like that do you believe there is one and how would you react if you know if you saw your version of you in, in another multiverse so <laughs> sorry i didn't have any caffeine today i've tried to <clears throat> cut it but okay so for one my whole big side about the multiverse is because that's like literally what every fucking TV show and movies want to do now is multiverse, multiverse. Um, and I just see it all over the place. Uh, and I had a feeling it was coming when it did the Avengers Endgame and they did the multiverse thing. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe you play a lot with it. Like what are two movies afterwards, something, but no, literally everything is fucking involving the multiverse. And the thing is that you think of the multiverse, you think of the Big Bang. Like once you start it, there's really no putting a cap back on it because and we're, you know, maybe five years ago, I would have, you know, told you you need to get on board with at least Marvel. Now I don't really care. Uh, I, I, I grew up with, with DC and Marvel. I, I love the sh like a lot of the stuff. I love the shows. I love the movies, the lore, uh, DC just needs, they, DC comes out with great video games, but they can't get their shit together when it comes to TV and movies. And Marvel makes shitty video games, and they did really good movies. Up in, to me, up until the end game. Now it's just like they've fallen off for me. I'm not saying that everything that they've been making since is bad. There's a lot of like solids for me that I, I've kind of seen in glances, but they just came out with way too much over the last couple of years. Uh, between all the Disney shows and the movies, and it's hard to keep up. Like, I guess there's a whole other show now called Echo, and I, I can't keep up. Uh, I, I have a life. I, I can't sit and watch all these movies and TV shows like I could, like, 10 years ago. So I did, like, 10 years, the, you know, up until Endgame, uh, and I started watching the first year of the, of the Disney Plus shows, but they went, it just kept coming, and I'm like, and I have a life, and I'm busy, and it's, it's cool that, you know, people still enjoy it, people are still very dead set on watching every little thing that comes out, and that's all them, but to me, it's just too much, and again, everything focusing on multiverse, uh, and then fucking DC does that with the Flash movie that came out, like, uh, I didn't even go watch the Flash movie, but I'm like, yeah, but clearly that was the thing, it's like, it's time travel, multiverse, bullshit, and again, so many people are doing that. So now if you're going to my personal taste, like do I believe that multiverse exists? I don't know. I, I don't really, I personally haven't seen or felt anything that would give me, you know, any other reason to think so. Uh, I like the ideas, like the myths, the stories, 
that mirrors are just doorways to a different dimension, uh, to a different reality of yourself. I like the stories. I like what people come up with. Uh, and I like, you know, I like the idea that, like, you will run into somebody, you feel like it's deja vu, that you've seen them somewhere before, but it's probably a different. It's like a reincarnation. It's a different life. It's a different uh, reality. A lot of stuff is very romanticized, uh, whether it's for the romantic side of it or scientific, just or storytelling. I, I like I like listening. I like hearing about them, but as far as actually believing in it, um, I I don't want to say yes or no to it. It's just not something I've given much thought to. Uh, like more, and again, so as soon as I hear about multiverse, I'm thinking of Marvel, DC, and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so over, I'm so over it. Like some of, like just something else, something else. Uh, and other TVs and cartoons and stuff, they're they're also delving in it. It's just, it's it's just another thing that's overplayed for me. So I mean, so basically, kind of jump the shark, in other words. Yeah. Okay. Dakota? I'm with Ashley to a point. I enjoyed the initial idea of, like in media, the idea of the multiverse, and I absolutely love the way um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness tackled um, like the theory of the multiverse, how your dreams are you peeking into other, other versions of yourself. All I gotta say is, uh, the other versions of myself are all very stupid. <laughs> if that is the case, they have all died very young and made questionable decisions. Mm. But, um, if there is, in fact, a multiverse within our universe, um, I would like to hope that I, that the other versions of me are still alive. In, in some capacity that I am not the oldest one out of all of them because that is that is sad that is sad but um the idea of the multiverse is very cool um Marvel and DC um like Ashley said have basically beaten it to death um what if is a cool show exploring you know different realities and possibilities with separate heroes and different origins and stuff like that it's cool, but it's it's coming to a head. And the Flash movie, I watched it, Ash. And over CGI is what I would use. The story as a whole, I didn't like. I didn't like. And for one key reason, because I was robbed. I was robbed of one specific character playing an older Batman. Oh, can you, yeah. Can you guess who it is? Yeah. Who would have been the ultimate fucking Thomas Wayne? Tell me, tell me. Ashley, who? Oh, God. I know. I, I promise you. Um, I, I feel like we have. Uh, but I can't think of the name. Um, no, I keep. It's not him. I know it's not because I hate him as a Batman. I'm, I'm thinking in my head, George Clooney, but I hate him as a Batman. Nope. 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 I know. I know. That's why I mean. It's like I can't, I can't remember the other guy's name. Affleck? No, no, no. He, no, no, no. He was close. Close. Okay. Think beginning... You've seen um, Batman vs. Superman, right? Yeah. 
think beginning title sequence, okay? Who is his dad in the beginning title sequence? Oh, Kevin Costner. No. No. Oh, 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 you, oh I'm thinking of the, the human dad. Oh, you're thinking, um, shit. Um, dude, my memory's fucked. Come on now. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh. As Thomas Wayne, as Flashpoint Thomas Wayne, would have been the greatest goddamn cinematic masterpiece of all time. You're telling me Negan's wearing a bat suit? Yeah, no, that that's a se- cool. that's essentially what's yeah, happening. When you're saying Batman versus Superman, you're thinking like, oh, who plays his dad? I, I'm thinking Superman's dad, and I knew that was Kevin Costner. So yeah, that was Kevin Costner. I'm sorry, I should have I should have been like, oh, Bruce Wayne's dad in that movie. I didn't I didn't preface properly, but no, 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 Jeffrey Morgan. Uh, yeah, no, see that that's how I feel with some of the Marvel stuff is I was robbed of a lot of shit, um, and like I could have like we could do this a five hour episode, which I think is another reason why I kind of let go of a lot of my favorite fandoms is because I've accepted the reality that they're like, and this is our people who need to get over certain movies and, stuff, and fandoms is you, you can't please a hundred percent of the audience. You're always going to have someone that has an issue, a problem. There wasn't enough of this. There was too much of that. This actor, that actress, anything you're never, you're going to be completely love something versus they completely hate it. For example, Thor, the dark world, that's rated as one of Marvel's worst movies. It's actually my favorite Thor movie. Uh, it's one of my favorite Marvel movies. I really liked it. Uh, so that's like a good example because I understand like the ratings are kind of poor, but I like I've watched it several times. But I hate Thor Ragnarok. I hated that movie. Uh, I like Taika Waititi. Like Ragnarok and Thor: Love and Thunder. It's focused way too much on comedy and colors and retro shit. And Thor has always been more. Norse mythology twisted into modern times. So that's why I like The Dark World because they did that. And they also did the first Thor movie and then Ragnarok came to some whole other bullshit. Like they said that they tried, they tried to make a galaxy, gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but my point is, going back to it, is you can't make everyone happy. And I have become so dissatisfied with a lot of stuff that I don't make it my job for I don't waste my time to rant online about all the issues I have with it. Um, it's basically like I'm just fried out of that stuff. I just simply choose to remove myself. Uh, I, I just don't care to watch it. Uh, you know, the Game of Thrones stuff. The last season, garbage. Trash. Like, we pretend it doesn't exist, the last season of Game of Thrones. Uh, now they have the new one, which is the, the um, House Targaryen one. And I see snippets and stuff like that. It does look really cool. I just don't have any interest in watching it. I watch some scenes, and I think it looks really cool. Maybe when the series is completely done and it has good positive reviews, I might sit down and watch it. But I don't want to, just because the last Game of Thrones, and I spent so many years loving it, watching it season by season as it came out, to end in complete disappointment. And my friend's like, oh, you know that um, the writers in Hollywood isn't, isn't going to hear your, your rant, right? I'm like, that, that's fine. I'm not trying to make it where I want them to hear my voice and them listen to me and make it to my image of how I want it to be. It's just that was my experience. I don't care to do it again. Uh, if I get proven wrong, it's becoming like Grammy-nominated series and all this bullshit. 
cool. But again, it, it goes back to fucking tired of the shit. Like, if I want to watch it, I'm going to watch it. Uh, but I don't like spending a portion of my personality and my life focused on a fandom anymore. I, I'm getting older. Uh, teenager, early 20s. Yeah, he did. 30 years old now. Um, again, I'll say, I'm getting older. Uh, I don't focus so bitterly on these things anymore. I don't. If it sucks, it sucks. I will talk about it. We will have discussion about it. But it's not going to be my life's mission for the internet and the world to know my thoughts and feelings about it. Well, kind of my question before we went off on a tangent is, do you believe in that? Do you believe well, that? I, I, well, I told you is that I don't say I don't want to say yes or no to that. Uh, I want to lean more towards no, but as I said, it's like I haven't really thought much about into like the multiverse and different dimensions. Uh, I've like watched and read scientific point of views to fictional stuff uh, and people's you know the superstitions that mirrors our gateways and that's because the dreams are. I've kind of heard a lot of it. I like the idea of it. I think it's like, depending on how the story or the, or the theory is spun, it can be very interesting. But if I believe in it or not, I really don't have a sound opinion. It, it's just, like if you ask me if I believe in ghosts and the paranormal stuff, I will tell you, oh, I'm more, I'm, I said I lean more towards yes than a no, but I have more of a solid opinion on that. Multiverse, different dimensions, I don't really have much of an opinion on it for myself. Okay, I was just curious about that because, like I said before, when I first posed the question, I'm not into Marvel and DC, you know, so I'm not following it as, as much as the next person. I was just curious as far as, you know, interdimensional stuff like that because, I mean, it has to come from somewhere. So with that, I was kind of curious if, you know, if some people believe in it. Because, you know, people believe in so many weird different things, neither fish nor fowl. So had to kind of come up with that. And I do have one final question for us as we chug along. But before I even ask the question, do you guys have anything on your minds? As you guys are recovering from being ill. Other than Dakota's mom. Other than Dakota's mom. <laughs> I actually wasn't going to say that. I was looking at Dakota's face. He looks so defeated. He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... um. Assigned is pressure is the issue I'm having right now. And that's, uh, thank God for modern medicine is all I'm going to say. Praise the fucking Lord for, for cold medicines and nasal sprays and the advances we've made in medicine to make this not absolutely murder me. Oh, that's definitely a plus. I've been very blessed. I've been very lucky that I haven't caught the suds. SpongeBob reference. Um, so I'm, I'm, very, I'm very lucky about that. But here's a fun question because it won't be out of context if we don't talk about something silly and retarded. Can't say retarded? Yeah, we can say retarded. Dakota, I'll pose this to you. And be careful. Now, if you need a lifeline, you have your missus next to you if you need a lifeline. So I need you to focus very carefully on this question I'm going to pose to you. And I'm going to pose it to Ashley also. If you or to make your own porn, what will the title be? And why? Now, as you ponder this, let me do just a quick plug as both of you ponder. 
please subscribe, comment, share, like Walker AC Experience, Out of Context Podcast, Cereal and Beer. Join us under walkerac76.podbean.com. That's walkerac76.podbean.com. And, of course, you can find us on all your favorite platforms where you get your podcasting from, along with get some merch, cafepress.com forward slash WACE. Anywhere from swag, t-shirts, hoodies, stationery, everything in between for all your shopping needs. Back to our original schedule program. So, Dakota... What have you got for us? Cooter's Big Bust. Hmm. Okay, give us a synopsis. So, essentially, it's been... um... All right. I didn't realize I was going to have to go this in depth about it. (laughs) So shall I put you on hold and go over to Ashley? Yes. Great. (laughs) I swear to God, no, no, because all she's going to do is talk about my mom. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. So essentially, so essentially, so essentially what happens is, what happens is, is, um, it's kind of like a like a post-apocalyptic kind of thing almost, um, where um, men have essentially been um, like all rounded up and captured, and um, they're just, they're essentially being milked. For their, for their genetic material, I somehow have managed to escape, and I am I am a free-range man. Just, just trying to protect, trying to protect my, my valuable cargo. Let's call it, let's call it. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. It's not funny. It's, this is very serious. This is very serious. Society is near near collapse and they, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to take it from me, but I won't let them have it. They won't let them have it. That is, that is, that is essentially what's going on is I am on the run from, from the, uh, the bourgeoisie have come. We're gonna let that hang in the air for a second before you continue. Yes. I want that simmer. <laughs> what else she got? If not, I'll make make the hot tag over to Ashley because I'm curious to see what she has also. But please, Dakota, continue. I, I, I have I, and it ends in the climax of giggity. Um, essentially is me going out in in a blaze of glory as i hurl myself into a volcano so i cannot be i cannot be i cannot be taken and give us a title one more time cooter's big bust coming to a theater coming to a theater near you ashley i'm curious what do you have um you know something it's not even a clever porn title it's just called Cox's Pool Room, the series. Um, so really, this is just a series, you know, like how they have backdoor sleds, you know, one through nine. Uh, this is kind of being Cox's Pool Room, series one through nine. It's really just family-related competition. Um, not family-related, that's Alabama, backtrack. Family-friendly <laughs> competition. Um, 
and really, it's just pool tournaments. That you know, you gotta rack them. You actually, you know, use chicks' boobies to get all of the balls in the perfect triangle. It takes time, trust me. But you gotta, you gotta rack them with the racks. Uh, and then the holes. Paul, gotta- um, I, I apologize. Just, excuse me, just just one second here. I'm gonna make a small aside here. I'm gonna break the fourth wall for a second. My dear listeners, I've always said. In the future, we're going to be on Twitch doing live episodes of the Walk Racy Experience Out of Context podcast. Now, keep in mind, folks, that we're all adults here, and I have nothing but love for all of my people who that are on this show. I have to say, <laughs> as Ashley is describing this, she's proceeding to pantomime the way the people rack the balls. And okay, sorry. Okay, back to reality here. About his thing, why can't I talk about my thing? Continue. That's fine because I wasn't making gestures. That's the my things. You did pantomime those. That's the thing. That is the thing. Go on, go on. Let's keep it going, folks. Keep it going. Are we gonna get a full demonstration? Do you have a pool table in your house? I actually do. No. Oh, uh, please, please continue. <laughs> so basically, the whole shtick to the series is each, uh, each like, what do you want to call it, a movie? The premise is pretty much the same. It's some rich douchebags that want to come in and take over the building and destroy it to put up some bougie club and bar. But this is uh, a pool hall that has been in the family generations for eons. So now the current owner, he must do what he can to keep this thing in business. Which where they have the pool tournament, and he gathers all of his friends that he knows to come forth and partake in this to defend the pool hall's honor. And lots of his friends have a new really hot base because he used to be a lifeguard on Maidwatch, and he was like that really cool, nice guy. So that's how he got all these girls to come and do it. Um, and so, yeah, they rack the, you know, because they have to, what do you call it? Um, my brain is like shutting down. Um, Bunch of naked chicks. That's how you're going to get customers in here, by the way. So with their boobs, they rack. They use their racks to rack the balls. And the balls, well, the, unfortunately, because the bar has been so run down lately, uh, part of the pool tables don't really work. So the holes aren't really there and viable. So they have the girls sitting on the corners where you shoot the pool. There are goats. Um, and they get washed. They get they go through the washer and they come right back out. Um, so yeah. And the thing is, is that whenever so there's always the little the little chick the when someone calls, they go Cox's pool room, he rack and he crack him, a ball speaking. Uh, but yeah, after each end of each movie, they always find a way to win the tournament. Usually it's because the other person that's trying to buy it just gets his rock sucked off. Um, it usually ends at like a big, huge orgy party, and pool sticks go in places. The end. At one end of the episode, they get sponsored by a gynecologist because they're concerned because one of the girls has six balls inside her and they can't figure out where they keep going. If they can give birth to a human being, why can't they keep six balls inside of them? 
Because those things are heavy. Have you seen any point where they have like these huge monster-sized dildos the size of my arm going inside of a human being? They, you can put six balls in there. Yeah, but they can't find them. You can't find them! For some reason, with this girl, they can't, though. That's the you thing. You take her around, you're gonna hear the clickety-clackety of the balls in there. She's like a coin purse. She has a coin purse! That's what, that's why they call it, that's one of the words for vagina, the coin purse. Oh, God. Look, if you, 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 they didn't make buttholes into cereal bowls. You can hold six pull balls into a vagina. <laughs> Tell me, the mouth is passing. You've cursed this village. <laughs> Don't blame me. Adrian got but I said Adrian, I said Adrian, I didn't say Adrian. Adrian gets it. He knows damn well what he was doing. With my imagination, he caught me off guard because I have no caffeine. I could have gotten something way more wild if I had a little bit more prepared. But I, all I can think is Cox's floor room because, you know, Cox's floor room. All right, now. I don't know if I can top that. I really don't know if I can top that. Well, now you have to. Now you have to. My porn story is called Original Cock. The basis of it is a porn director, a washer porn director, he's all out of ideas. He's tapped out of ideas. He has nothing to do. He has all these women around him, all these guys around him, and he can't come up with anything. He keeps going through all these porn sites and porn titles looking at porn names that have been done, been done to death. He can't come up with anything original. So after a while, after brainstorming, he comes up with this idea. The porn title is we called Originals. It's straight sex. No dialogue, no, no fancy backdrops, just straight sex. They hit, they hit action and they're straight sex. That's all it is for two and a half hours. No dialogue, no nothing. Just called Originals. So, oh. Oh, that kind of reminds me of another series you can do where, you know, it's just basically a hug sites the originals. Another porn that could be is just a guy that is a porn writer. And he's thinking he needs to write, he needs to write the next best script. He needs to come up with the big thing because everything has been used. There's so many cliches used in porn, just like there's in Hollywood. You eventually are running out of porn titles to come up with. Uh, to the point that, you know, you have to go online and research fake porn titles and create them as yourself. So as he's trying, he's doing his research. He's going to the porn industry. He is hooking up on Tinder. He is trying to get creative. And he's having a lot of sex with so many people. He's going through the kinks. He's going through the people. I mean, this man is getting used and abused. And he is just dry. He is dried out at this point. Um... But he just still can't come up with the right idea. So his challenge is he just has to keep having sex until he finds it. And that's the thing is he never does. That sounds so sad. I realized that the idea was inside of him all along. (laughs) (laughs) That was like a family Disney moment. It was there all along. (laughs) You knew you had it all along. Oh my god. I'm thinking about about superhero movies now with different with with porn titles. You had the power all along. That's just all it was. Just Tits League. Wow. The Avengers. 
No, nothing beats shaving Ryan's privates. That was a stretch. What, the Ass Avengers Age of Bulgetron? Yeah. Yeah, that one was a little bit of a stretch there. Batman comes again. <laughs> the first Ass Avenger. The Sperminator? Yes. Before Any we get into. Oh, good lord. Titanic. Starring, starring the, um, the actor. As the show comes to a close before we get too far down the rabbit hole. Crack Widow. Did you say Mac Widow? Crack. Crack Widow. Crack Widow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Always wears low-cut jeans. Oh, it's an anal one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing the pose, though. So uh, I'm going to borrow a theme as we as it gets close to closing up shop here. Something called Rants. I borrow some cereal and beer, which I'll give everyone just a few seconds to rant about something before we close up shop. So who would like to go Last first? <clears throat> Sorry. Last name and I'm done. Scarlet Snatch. <sighs> so we'll start we'll start um, with we'll start with we'll start with rants. Ashley, by all means, you go first. No, I'm like the any rant that I could have thought of before this is gone. We're on board now. I am like I'm still baffled where Dakota's like you need a gynecologist because there's gonna be six folks. What do you think a gynecologist does? A gynecologist doesn't like you go to the emergency room for that, my guy. If you have six pool balls shoved up your badge and you can't find them, you go to a hospital, not a gynecologist. You know you have Chloe next to you. You tell her this. Ask her who would she go see if she had six. Pool balls in her badge. Hey, hey, Chloe. Um, <laughs> let's say somehow miraculously, um, six uh, pool balls managed to find their way in your vagina. Would you go to A, the gynecologist, or B, the hospital? Gynecologist, you know, the pain the gynecologist wouldn't be able to get me in until July. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the guy, yeah. That, okay. He said neither. She'd have me pull him out. Look at this. No. Boy, if I, if I showed six balls up there, your hand could fit up. <laughs> that is logic. So that's what I mean. It's like, that bothers me where you're like, oh, okay. you find the balls. Like, what is it? A fucking different pocket is it a pocket to a different dimension is it a black hole like how do you how do you lose six balls in a vagina so this is going to be very strange for a second but i'm going to talk about a video that i saw time ago um of, of a girl you know getting getting involved and it wasn't it wasn't her vagina it was her ass um and a toy went up there and um somehow a man was literally elbow deep in this woman, and he could not find it. I don't think he's looking hard enough. Elbow deep. I don't think he's looking hard enough. He could have touched her heart. He could have taken her pulse from no, the inside. Like I don't think he was really looking, because he was probably trying to go for her heart. He was trying to make her fall in love with him. That's why I should take her. Yeah, the Kali Ma stuff, Jewish thing. Like... 
That's not a Jewish thing. That's from Indiana Jones. I you know it's fuck. I know it's Indiana Jones. You didn't see the Family Guy version of that? Oh my god. Fucking never mind. Son of a bitch. We yeah. have completely derailed Adrian's stuff. This is what I'm going to rant no. about, okay? Do you know? No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit because I'm going to rant now. Fuck you. That's Fuck cute. you. You always derail the shit that this poor man works so hard to try and push forward. He knows this exactly of... what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He brought up the fake porn scenarios and then says, let's just fucking rant. He has been my friend for fucking like eight nine years now at this point he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing and he has a show with me as a constant co-host on it he gave me my own show for uh, my own i had my own show i chose to hand over the reins to make it a more than me show see i'm not derailing shit he's doing this himself if you could see him people he is laughing he is smiling because he knows what Fucker he is because it makes me look like I am the buffoon and the chaotic little shit. That might be true, but he knows what he's doing. <laughs> so Dakota, where can they find you if they want to reach out to you? Uh, I'm getting with the rant. I don't mean to. I tried to do my rant. It's because uh, you do your you do your argument was false. It was wrecking. The coder. Go to boy on Discord if you want to shoot me something there. Shoot me in the face. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Koda one one Koda one nine K O D A one nine nine six on. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Okay. Go on. Go Tic Tac. Go on TikTok and YouTube. Koda one nine nine six if you want to find me there. Don't look for my Twitter. Don't look for my Reddit. It's a fucking war zone. <sighs> And Ashley, if they want to find you to reach out to you, where can they go? Ashley Justics. Uh, you can find me on TikTok, um, Twitch, and Instagram. It's Don't good. forget about your email, DesireeLover at Hotmail.com. Oh, it's definitely Hotmail. I'm glad you, like, man. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to your mom one day I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at her I'm gonna look at her I'm like Desiree are you a Nissan oh my what you call myself what you are never gonna meet my mother Ash it's not gonna happen <laughs> oh man I look forward to it um I gotta be I got listen everyone's like you're never gonna meet my child you're never gonna meet my parent I always do I always do I've met Adrian's child Yes. Who oh boy. I'll make your pop. You won't. I will make sure of it. Oh, no. Oh, welcome welcome sure. back, everyone, to the Out of Context podcast. We are just so much more than serious topics. We're definitely a whole uh. lot more. <laughs> Ashley, before we sign off, it's been a while. It's been a while, so I think we're ready. I really think we're ready this time. Um. Well, <clears throat> do you ever think that if you were to get kidnapped by mimes, that they would do unspeakable things to you? No, uh-uh. We cannot end like that. No, 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 no. We definitely have to try this one again. What? That, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to stop doing these because my jokes are not appreciated.
I've got one. What you got? I have, I have another one, but we'll let Dakota do his too. Okay, so a father and a son are sitting in the room, and um, son looks up to dad and says, Dad, how did you know you'd like having a beard? Dad says, I don't know, son. It just kind of grew on me. Right. Oh, he gets the drum. I get the sad horns every time. You know what, people? This is my last episode where I'm going to do dad jokes because I have not appreciated. Just saying. <laughs> and I just want you to know that just like a balloon, you can't trust Dakota because it's full of hot air. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>